What if there's no preamble this week? Stacy has diabetes. <laughs> that's your that's your version of no preamble. That's no preamble. That's as that's as that's as concise as I'm ready to be. I understand. I mean, it's kind of the through line of this episode, although there are several through lines which we will discuss. There's about a dozen plots in this one, and uh, and at times they are jockeying for position. Hey, you know what? Uh, ultimately, at the end of the day, it's okay that they're all there. It's maybe not ideal that they're all there, but it's okay. This episode answers the question, is a week enough time to prepare for a gala? <laughs> uh yeah, what are uh, what are we what are we talking about, and what are we doing here? <laughs> we are we are desperately trying to find some sentence or statement to end on, so that I can cut to the theme music. We gotta grab a foothold here somewhere. Um, I mean, this is going to be the episode that justifies the existence of this podcast. Yes, and what is this podcast? This podcast is called Pizza Toast, which we'll come back to in a moment. Yeah. Uh, it's a podcast about the Babysitter's Club, sometimes. Right now, it sure is. It's about the Babysitter's mm-hmm. Club Netflix series. Yeah. And uh, this week, we watched Stacy's Emergency, the third episode of season two. And my name is Christy. And my name is Phil. And this is our first way off the farm episode they've gone to book 40 something for this one 40 something and invented a story multiple stories whole cloth but it's the same basic idea like thematically as the book which is stacy not wanting to deal with the fact that she's diabetic because it sets her apart from her friends yeah right right but they do it in a very different way a very stacy way Mm -hmm. um they want to remind you that Stacy is a control freak, which is all you yes. really... This is like one of the major takeaways from this episode. The most important takeaway of all, of course, is that they toast with pizza. Yes. So this episode is revolutionary in that it features our first... Is it the first it's on the first. Screen? It's the first on-screen pizza toast. It's not the first on-screen pizza. Oh, no. No. We've no. had a few but of those. Uh, but in all three physical interpretations of the babysitters club i believe this is our first actual this is our first pizza toast and uh it is not a it's it's not a like a real ceremonious thing they just kind of tap the edges of their slices together while they're hanging out in claudia's room it's a real easter egg it's a real alana looked down at her phone for a second and we had to rewind the episode (laughs) so i could be like look they pizza toasted they pizza toasted and they're pizza toasting to friendship. Uh, I don't remember what they're pizza toasting to. I was so like the, caught up in the moment. The pieces clink or whatever, and it immediately cuts to the next scene. Yes, like, it does. That, it, is, that is, yeah. it is so important that they must end the scene and move forward. Yes. <laughs> uh, ending the scene and moving forward is kind of the theme of the entire Netflix <laughs> Babysitter's Club series. Because as you said to me off off mic, they click along. This they, they don't show yeah. moves. This show, yes, it like, does. every time I have to pause midway through an episode, I am shocked at the timestamp because so much more time has passed than I realized. So yes. much is happening. <laughs> this episode... Okay, yeah, it introduces a new Stacy thing. It also introduces a very important new Christie plot that is not from the books. At all. No. So, uh, so uh, well, let's just begin at the beginning, yeah. shall we? It's a very good place uh, to start. Uh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. I'm going to Mus- leave. Musical, musical theater, Christie. <laughs> 
so you had pointed out uh, in in the past that Stacy was, you believe, the strongest of the Babysitters Club narrators. She is a very good narrator, and we think that this episode confirms that, right? I mean, yes, she rules. Uh, you you said that uh, Shay Rudolph specifically. Yeah. Stacy is a fictional human being. Shay Rudolph is an actual human being who plays Stacy, and she is the good narrator. Um, you said though that sometimes it's almost to the detriment of the character because. She's such a good narrator that at times her speaking voice, her character voice, is in the same timbre as the narration. She has a real cadence about her, and I don't think it takes away too much because Stacy is consistently supposed to be the most polished uh, mm-hmm. babysitter. And there is a point in this episode when she does break down and her voice does change quite a bit. I think it's yeah. the first time she's... I'd say the first time since the camp episodes, she's oh, but that's not even that long, and it is better than that. She there's well, it's some been stretch- a year and some change. So yeah, there there are some stretches here. Like she has to do more than she usually does. Well, everybody else is kind of up to their old tricks in this episode. They've also established Stacy, and this wasn't present in the last season as the perfectionist. Yeah, that's a, and, that's new. It is accurate to the books, and right. it, it's very important in this particular story because this is uh, this is about when a perfectionist hits their limit. It is also mm-hmm. about health, but not quite enough about health as we would like it to be. But it is about chronic health, yeah. and it makes some good points about that. But yeah, the, in the last episode, they mentioned that Stacey was the, the club's perfectionist. Mm-hmm. That's her personality trait. And we were like, okay, okay. Is she? I mean, she's good at math. Yeah, but have okay. we had evidence of this? I would say Marianne is also... Like also pretty close to that category. A bit of a perfectionist. Uh, (laughs) But so in this, they hit it hard in this episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, It does begin with Stacy declaring that although she heard from her father that junior high was going to be the worst time in her life, it's actually not so bad. And I was like, it isn't that bad, is it? White, pretty, upper middle class girl very like, smart girl smart. whose With... teacher apparently has like a crush on her or something her teacher does have a crush on yeah. her her teacher played by kimmy gatewood from glow yeah this is the first uh, uh, glow crossover character character and it's an important yes, it is her character because, <laughs> well because kimmy gatewood and glow plays the character stacy <laughs> whose tag team partner is dawn and I have to believe that her appearance here is more than intentional. I think it, I think it is yeah. a cute little interaction with her teacher, where her teacher says something about like asks if it's strange that a grown woman is jealous of like this adolescent girl's wardrobe. And Stacy says, "Kind of." <laughs> it's very uh, cute. talk a, talk about her cat collar, Christy. <laughs> oh, her cat collar. Yeah, I do not under. I mean, I guess I understand because if it were Claudia, we would have gotten a call out on this. Uh, this woman's shirt. It makes it look like there's a cat wrapped around her neck. There's mm-hmm. like a little faces. It's very strange. <laughs> I like it a lot. I would wear this. I have it's no, possible I have no that this woman is the is the, the Kristen Cinema of <laughs> of the junior high. Uh, That's so I, rude to her. It's it is very rude to her. So but uh, also her. like it's that it's that uh, it's that look at look at my funky new outfit <sighs> every week, and the kids are probably just like. You think you're the cool teacher, but you're kind of just the weird teacher that we talk about. Uh, There's also like a a hint 
hear that Stacy will maybe have a relationship with some boy for one sec, like, or for several seconds, because she exchanges multiple glances with a cute boy in her class. I assume cute. Yeah, he's, uh, she's boy crazy. We established that boy last crazy season. Boy crazy Stacy. Uh, and I thought maybe they would come back to that. They do not come back to that. And that's for the best, because that would just be one more threat. One more thing. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she's she's having a conversation with a nameless child in the very beginning. And then she's immediately distracted by the cute boy who walks through. <laughs> Um, I do want to shout out the the set dressing in this scene is amazing. I paused and looked at all the whiteboards in this classroom. There's legitimate algebra going on in this classroom on every surface. Yeah, we have this uh, this whole situation of like we need to be reminded Stacy is good at math specifically, so she gets a, mm-hmm. a 98 on her quiz that gets handed back, and this 98 is cited again when she has a doctor's appointment to check in on the whole diabetes situation. It's a solid. 98 yeah she's in a she's in pre-algebra yeah which would make sense uh i mean it would make sense for like the average student some would be higher than that but you know uh, she's she's doing her thing maybe it's actual algebra and they're just calling it for yeah who cares it's good it's all a bunch of solve for x stuff trust me i stared too long at that test It's good enough. It it, it works out. Uh, but I'm imp- I'm impressed by the set dressing. I think they went above and beyond to make this thing look like a real like over and above kids classroom. This is a lot. There's a lot of good looking sets in this episode. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, like an auditorium, the backstage of an auditorium, like some kind of some kind of entrance hallway. There's a lot going on here. And and beyond the good looking sets, there's some good looking parents. Oh in this my goodness, too. we got a it's just a series of smoke shows in this episode. We get some Watson, <laughs> we get some Liz, we get some uh, Richard Spear, and we get uh, the McGill parents. This is is this the first time yeah. we've seen them beyond that like kind of dour look in the car that one time? No, we we had them in the last season. At least the mom, because Stacy had her. Ah, uh, like, yes, yes. Her 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 big episode, but uh, there's they haven't yeah. been major players. No, there's one time we see her dad when they are driving, and that's it. So this is the first time he says words, and you know what? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine yeah. when he does that. Yes, uh, but again, this is the they come from the island of of hot of hot parents. <laughs> Uh, all of them. Where they're, yeah, where they're bringing all these people over. I can't wait to see Jesse's parents, but see. Right! Yeah, we're leading up to that. We'll we're leading there. up to it. Yeah. Uh, or as Alana would say, please do not introduce any more characters. <laughs> I am all for parents on this show. We have some... Uh, Don, Don's mother is here. Sharon is here in this episode. Mm-hmm. Sharon uh, plays somewhat of a pivotal role in the B plot by she does, ruining everything. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about this A plot because it involves modeling. It involves uh, galas. It involves arts and crafts. It involves pouches to a <laughs> So many extent. pouches. So many pouches that need to be redesigned uh yeah so stacy is selected to um represent the juvenile diabetes research foundation which got a shout out in prior Mm -hmm. episode um and she will be doing so in a gala and uh she'll be marketing these pouches that include everything a diabetic kid needs to get along in this crazy world and she will also be on the cover of their magazine right uh that's the, the organizations one. she's going to be their cover girl the girls are very excited about this mm-hmm. let's get back to these pouches so <laughs> she, i want to talk she about whips, 
she whips out a stack of pouches and they just look like they're pouches, they're pouches. various colors and the girls are immediately especially claudia is immediately like those are uggo <laughs> and stacy's like yeah i thought maybe you could redesign them for the gala and then i guess they're gonna like what auction them off yeah and model them that is a big and model them. yeah and Claudia's like, great, because it's a Babysitter's Club project. And I'm like, this thing is in a week. Well, it's, it's in a week. And it, Claudia is going to have to do most of the legwork, right? I mean, she's right, the designer there. Apparently, Although, Mallory cannot spell. <laughs> that was weird to me, actually. Like, that was a strange detail, because she's the writer. She should be able to spell. Mallory tries to design a pouch that says diabetes on it. and <laughs> Which is also starts- weird. <laughs> She starts misspelling diabetes, and Claudia corrects her. Yep, but this is a reverse of what should be happening. Uh, Talk about the mirror universe. There is a very good moment when Stacy is explaining what she wants to do with the pouches, uses the word couture, and Mm. (laughs) Mallory asks Claudia what that means, and she says she'll explain later. And it's a nice little, oh, look, they're friends moment, (laughs) which I appreciated. Again, we get no Mallory episode this season, but every episode is becoming a Mallory episode. This episode has good Mallory in it. Again, she's a, uh, she's really popping off the screen for yeah. me. Also. Yeah, yeah. She, uh, she, she's enough in each episode that I don't feel like we're going to lack for Mallory content. It's um, true. Um, oh, yeah. So Stacy goes to her doctor. Stacy gets this like fun assignment let's just call it that because that's what it is it's what she's accomplishing the rest of the episode this feels a little like the hbo series where they're all working on a project together and i'm in yeah i'm on board you said this feels more like a television show than an attempt at adapting a babysitter's club book and i am inclined to agree it absolutely does yeah for this was the first one where i was like okay this just feels like i'm watching a show Mm -hmm. and not like i'm trying to keep up with like who the babysitter I did miss it on the fact that there's like there's no babysitting in this episode. None. Uh, uh, the Papadakises are there, but that's it. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about this. Uh, Mama Papadakis shows up, Linny and Hanny in tow, and she's pregnant, which does not happen in the book series. Oh, this series is baby crazy. It's official. Yeah. I whipped out my Bible <laughs> and double checked. I gotta get the Bible. I need to reinvest and, in a Bible. And Mrs. Papadakis never gets pregnant. She has three kids, but yeah. she never gets pregnant. Yeah. So. No, that's absolutely new. Um, I mean, the other new thing that's important that's going on at the same time as all this Stacy action is uh, Dawn's mother and Dawn come over to Christie's house. Can't discern why. This just seems like a social call. Dawn's uh, mother wants to know how Elizabeth and Watson are doing in the sack. Yeah, basically, basically yes. And yeah. and Elizabeth is like, great. He's a, he's just a... a very conscientious lover. Yeah, I, there's so many phrases I want to use, but I'm not going to. It's just <laughs> weird uh, after a certain point. Um, and uh, Liz says sort of allude like no she says straight out she they're considering having a baby like they Mm -hmm. might try to have a baby and she thinks it might help like sort of bridge the family like together yeah be like there's the kids on one side there's the kids on the other here's the kid in the middle Mm -hmm. and Um, and, yeah yeah. of course dawn's mother tells dawn Mm -hmm. dawn congratulates christy christy knows nothing of it and Christy automatically assumes, oh, they're not telling me because they think I'll be upset about this, when really I'm very excited about this and I need to demonstrate my excitement. Yeah. This is a bit of a uh, sitcom plot, but not in a bad way. Like, it lands really well. 
It is. Um, there's moments in it that I think take up a little too much time in the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, attempt at what, do you mean the silent auction? There's a silent auction scene that goes on for a bit. And uh, I was like, you know, those like moments where you're kind of rushing to get through because you don't have a lot of time left. The shenanigans at the silent auction felt like kind of the the worst end of the HBO series. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, well, yeah, we'll we'll get there because like the the episode moves ar- along, as we said, at a pretty good clip. Yeah, uh, uh, there's this undercurrent slash uh, becomes very dominant plot point where Stacy's blood pressure is kind of yo-yoing, like it's going blood up. sugar. It's going up. Uh, yep. Not her blood pressure. She's no, her not blood pressure. fine. She's uh, thirteen years old. Uh, <laughs> She's not about to blow a gasket at those darn kids. She does get mad at Jesse at one point and at Claudia twice. She gets justifiably uh, upset at Jesse. Uh, Jesse says something scene. really upsetting, and actually, like you and I talked about, like Stacy uses the term ableist at the beginning of this episode, mm-hmm. and Jesse says something that is ableist eventually yeah not cruelly ableist it's she does something that is very common mm-hmm. i mean i've been guilty of it i think many people are guilty of it where you try to draw a relation between the, the things you struggle through in life with something that a disabled person struggles with in life yeah when there's really no comparison None. so she has to dr- she drinks a protein drink every day uh, jesse does to uh, keep herself protein mm-hmm. so that she can dance i guess without like stuffing her face full of steak yeah i and suppose so <laughs> And they comment on it, and she says, "Oh, it's you know, it's just like what Stacy has to do to you know to regulate her blood sugar or whatever. I, I have to eat a certain thing as well." And Stacy's like, <laughs> "It's not the same thing at all." Yeah, yeah. Uh, she apologizes to Jesse later for saying this, and Jesse's like, "Actually, that one was on me." And it's like, "Good for yeah. you." <laughs> yeah, Good and it's everyone. a legit, and I think a really cool thing to bring up in a children's show, like. Yeah. Just don't do that. That's just, you know, it's just, it's not cool and it's diminishing. And mm-hmm. as, as we, as they say, ableist. Yeah. Uh, so Stacy's getting a little, mm, she's a little disengaged. She doesn't seem to be all the way there. She doesn't seem to be doing quite as well as she usually is. And Claudia picks up on it right away. Claudia asks if she's feeling well, asks if she needs any help. And Stacy keeps dismissing her because Stacy wants everything to go well and she wants to be in charge. And that's her downfall ultimately and this is very much part of the relationship from the book mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. stacy and claudia are best friends uh, claudia feels protective of stacy and stacy pushes back against that and it's cool to see this played out i think we saw that in the hbo series as well we did. i believe that they they did some of that and uh yeah it's kind of a vital part of their friendship this mm-hmm. whole like i want to i love you and i want to take care of you and i don't need your help but i kind of do need your help uh <laughs> this is the part that's from the book, which yeah. is Stacy starts ignoring her own health. Now, in the book, diabetes is a very different thing because there's no app, there's no insulin pump. So, what Stacy does in the book is she just starts completely ignoring her insulin, eating whatever she wants to. And she mostly does it because she's tired of not fitting in anymore. Mm-hmm. Now, this is, of course, 40 books in. Her parents are divorced. She's bopping back and forth between living living spaces. She's really stressed out about that kind of stuff. And she just wants some stability in her life. She wants to take control of her body. Mm-hmm. And again, and that actually comes into play in this episode, but they'd have to do it in a different way because 
her Stacy's relationship to her diabetes in the show is different than Stacy's relationship to her diabetes in the books, just because medicine. Has changed. Yeah, things have just gotten better. Like she has mm-hmm. this app, and she can see, oh, I'm not doing well. She still ignores it because yeah. she has other, she has other things going on that she wants to focus on, right? And that's right. And uh, ultimately, this does not work out. <laughs> Yeah, she, and it's mostly it mostly happens because she's so overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah. She's trying because she's a perfectionist and she wants to do everything perfectly and on her own terms. I think yeah, I think they're able to pretty successfully still get the point across with this without her having the stress of the parents' divorce because her parents are still right. together at this point. So early in the TV series, we have not yeah. gotten to that. Like we we didn't skip ahead to forty three and say, and of course. Stacy's parents haven't been together since 30 books ago like right they could have I mean there's there's I feel like they could have just had her be a child of divorce mm. I mean I guess Christy is though like yeah. it's just but living with the single mom like I, I guess Dawn, Dawn is has too that this, too yeah, yeah. I guess uh, there's so much divorce it always blew my mind when I was a kid how many uh how many babysitters uh, had a single parent or like remarried yeah. parents yeah but yeah. that was a, that was the thing like you dealt with that in children's books at the time it was a, it was the divorce. right idea it normalized yeah. it for me so it sure did yeah <laughs> um like ah wow so yeah. anyway uh <laughs> yeah so we uh through a series of like they're doing preparation claudia's worried stacy's brushing it off uh they're making these bags together uh they're uh, pouches sorry pouches they're pouches um, they're uh, finding I out i don't even know how they work yeah they're finding out there's gonna be a silent auction christy is scheming to uh figure out a way to show her parents hey i want a baby like mm-hmm. a lot going on leads all leads up to this this gala right right and the, and the gala uh, starts like there, there's not much preamble like they get to the gala as soon as they can yeah they do i believe they it's do. in the same space as the wedding reception looks from, like it yeah yeah <laughs> it's the only uh it's the only reception space in town and they right. they do their best with it and uh the some of the parents arrive which is great they're uh they're like a united front talking about who knows what the three of them because it's uh richard it's spear is, yeah it's is richard very... spear and uh watson and liz He's very, uh, he's, Richard's character is only in this episode for a few seconds, like he was in the mm-hmm. previous episode. Uh, he does something weird, slightly out of, I thought, a little extreme for Richard. He's brought his own coasters to the gala. That was a lot, yeah. I was like, I don't, that doesn't seem like Richard. In fact, someone with his, like, I don't remember Richard having this level of anxiety in the previous season, but uh, they established him suddenly as having a lot of social anxiety, and he brought his own coasters from home to set his drink down on. And I'm just like, that's that's like something out of like a Nickelodeon. It's a TV weird show. writing decision. However, he looks great. Like he does we, look we can great. all agree that he looks great here. Mm-hmm. Again, these are very attractive parents. Such attractive parents. I did say out loud while I was watching, why are all the parents so hot on this show? Why are all the parents so hot? Uh, I, maybe because they cast uh, movie stars? I guess that <laughs> could have something to do with it. But <laughs> jury's still out on why all the parents are still so hot. Yeah. Uh, Alicia Silverstone, again is like the secret star of this yeah series. yeah which we get to, i mean we get a really good scene of her and sophie grace at the end of this episode because we have to mm-hmm. resolve that plot uh speaking of at this point in the episode uh christy finds out there's a bassinet filled with baby gear uh up for the silent auction what kind of silent auction is this like this a dysfunctional one because it seems to end before the gala is even like started <laughs> i don't understand true. so 
Christy uh, forms a plan to make it so no one, no one else will get this bassinet. Uh, she becomes a salesperson to put off Mrs. Papadakis from bidding on it. Mrs. Papadakis bids on a pouch instead. Seems weird. She's, and she's like, this is... So they, they station Mallory in front of it to keep people away. and The best Mallory... thing they can do for this television program. <laughs> right. <laughs> and Mallory is trying to keep her from bidding on the bassinet. And then like uh, the other girls come up and are like, you, you don't want this bassinet full of like this basket full of like baby stuff. You want this pouch. I know it's for diabetic kids, but you can put anything in there like, like uh, pacifiers and stuff. And then there's like a VO of Mrs. Papadakis go going like, <laughs> You're right, girls. That's perfect. <laughs> and then it cuts to her just walking away. And I'm like, oh, they had to they fix, fix that one in the editing room. They dropped <laughs> that in post. Otherwise, it made no sense. Uh, at the same time, Dawn is offering to read uh, the astrology charts of the three adults that are there. Sharon, by the way, is an hour late. Uh, yes. <laughs> so she will cute. not appear again in this episode. Um, and this is where uh, Christy comes running up with the basket. Apparently they won the silent auction, which usually isn't announced until mostly usually the next day. And like, also, like, how much did they put in? Was this dues? Like, I'm very curious about. A lot. Was it like they put in a bid and then just stole it? I don't <laughs> I don't know, because what it seems like. They come running up to Sharon and, or uh, not Sharon, to, Liz uh, to and Elizabeth. Liz and Hudson, who are confused and, and happy. Yeah, and Christy's like, I heard that you're going to get pregnant, and I just wanted you to know that I'm supportive. And that's as, this is there was a little bit of confusion on our part because it's for some reason it seems like Watson wasn't aware that they were going to try to get pregnant. Yeah, it's a, it's a little strange. Watson uh, later in the episode is like, "You deal with this. I don't care. Like this is a this is your battle." <laughs> but at this point yeah at this point he seems very confused liz has the appropriate reaction which is like uh kind of like almost bemusement like oh uh great uh let's talk Mm. about this another time when we are not about to watch you model in a gala yes uh speaking of yeah so the gala is or gala, as I have been saying. Yeah, either one is switched, either one is switched on proper. Here. Yeah, uh, same. Uh, that's a wonderful yeah. thing about the English language. There's, it's open to everyone. Go back. To uh, yeah. So the girls are all going to model these pouches. Mm-hmm. Stacy is trying to get them all organized. She's clearly just in distress. She's mm-hmm. very crabby. She keeps yelling at her friends. Uh, she takes the time to also, yell at Claudia more one more time. She has to give a speech, which is the big thing. Yeah. And uh, because she's the cover girl. And she goes up to give this speech, and what happens? She tries to do it. She's going to talk about how she's doing a great job balancing everything, how like how diabetes is really manageable, and like it's uh, life is life is but a dream for her. But instead, she feels unwell and has to leave the stage. Now, I was super disappointed at this point. Yeah, because. Every single thing I know from sitcoms and movies about people with illnesses is means that she's going to faint on stage. I was really surprised she didn't faint, too. Like, I, I mean, I like it better that she doesn't, in a way, but I was in a way, surprised. Yeah. I thought it was going to, I thought, she would have in the books. Like In the oh, books, definitely. she ends up in the hospital mm-hmm. from from mismanagement of her diabetes. Don't forget that in the books, it's established that Stacey has, like, super diabetes. Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 it keeps, and it keeps getting worse throughout the, throughout the books. And I thought that's what they were going to establish here. Because she was like, she, she kept, she keeps saying in this episode, she's like, that's weird, my, my blood sugar is too high. It shouldn't be this low. Mm-hmm. Like, she's having trouble managing it. And I thought 
that she was going to find out that her diabetes had gotten worse and that that was going to like propel things into the next thing. Like, dang it, I just when I thought my life was getting in order, because that's what Stacy's story is in the books. And mm-hmm. it's this constant thing. If I have this chronic illness that won't just settle in and let me manage it. And uh, that doesn't happen. And that left me a little confused because I wasn't quite sure what was going on with the app. Uh, I, like, it, was it working? Was it not? Like, yeah. It seemed like there was a know. disconnect between the number that registered and then what it did for her. It's, it's strange. But she does yeah. have... I do like the scene with her doctor afterward. Mm-hmm. Her doc- it's Dr. Uh, Dr. Johansson. Is it Dr. Johansson? No, it's not Dr. Johansson. It's, oh, it's some not. doctor. Yeah. Oh, it's not the same doctor. I thought it was. No, it's some doctor. Some doctor. Some doctor. Like some pig. She, uh... <laughs> She explains, I mean, like, I mean, she says something kind of weird, which is like, diabetes isn't always awesome. It's like, no, diabetes is never awesome. She says, like, sometimes it kind of sucks. And it does, like, it breaks the tension well. Uh, And I mean, like, yeah, at the end of this episode, it's like, okay, so Stacy has diabetes, she will continue to manage her diabetes, but it's not always going to be fun. Like, that's as far as we get with this. So I want to point out that this doctor, who is uh, Dr. Arevalo, mm-hmm. apparently, is played by uh, Laura Sadiq. I really liked who, her. Who is, a, who is a Canadian actress of Pakistani descent. You may know her from uh, Gabby Duran and the Unsittables. <laughs> you may know her from the Hardy Boys TV series, the new Hardy Boys TV series. She plays Mrs. Khan. Uh, you may know her from Arrow, the TV series Arrow, where she played Mayor Emily Pollard. Right in the pocket of CW, like big CW here. Yeah, you may know her as the voice of Dr. Anna from Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood. <laughs> Uh, 42 episodes of that. Wow. Um, so, yeah, she does a lot of... She actually has a lot of voices. She was on Fringe. Uh, she has a lot of uh, of, uh, of video game voices. She has been active... Oh, she did a lot of anime in the in the 90s. That makes sense. She has uh, a very... Vo- no, she has a really great voice. And also, like, I think her screen presence is strong. Like, uh, Oh, yeah. She does a good... I mean, like, it's not surprising to me that one of her big voice acting roles was as a doctor. I do wonder if they couldn't get the actress back from the previous season to play Stacey's actual doctor yeah because we didn't uh we didn't get a voiceover when it was uh dr johansson on the phone nor did we see any babysitting or any doctor right Hansen, yeah so who knows who knows uh, but but no i like i liked her i like the scene she has with her about diabetes i think it's yeah it's nice it's, it's uh, nice it's good. and also like her parents there's some there is some indication early in the episode that stacy's mom puts a lot of uh pressure on her to be perfect mm-hmm. all the time it seems like both her parents are more settling into the idea that oh this it's not always going to go off without a hitch at the end of the episode right uh, so then we get the uh, we get the resolution to christie's well not even resolution just we get the uh the discussion of yes. the baby yes. between between elizabeth and christie uh and as you said it was it was confusing because Christy thought her mom wasn't telling her about the baby because her mom thought Christy would be upset by it. So mm-hmm. Christy wanted to prove she wouldn't be upset by it mm-hmm. by overcompensating. Mm-hmm. The reason that Elizabeth didn't tell Christy is because she thought Christy would be too excited by it. Yeah. But as Alana pointed out, Christy hasn't given you any indication throughout this entire series that she would be excited about this baby. She literally just had a whole thing where she rejects everything where Watson tries to do. She's clearly still very upset about the situation. Why would you think she'd be happy about a baby? So this is funny to me because Scott pointed out the same thing and Scott does not watch the show. He said, why (laughs) would a 13-year-old be really excited about the idea of having a like a new 
baby sibling. And my only explanation is, eh, she babysits? And that's actually what how Christy justifies it. She's just like, I love babies. I run a babysitting club. I'm a babysitter. It's like, okay, well, I don't know. Fine. Like, I don't. You could like be a, have a coffee shop. You wouldn't want people to like always give you coffee. You're like, no, nah, I don't. Thanks, I got coffee. I work at a. Co- I have a coffee shop. I own one. So Please I babysat, don't give me and I babysat for, for years, and I desperately never wanted a younger sibling. Like I was very right because when you babysit, when was... you get to leave. Yeah. Yeah. And, like at the end of the this is my <laughs> whole uh rationale of working at a, a dog rescue i don't ever mm. <laughs> take one home i just you get to help them home. be good like uh be good dogs for other people <laughs> that's great that's a valuable service that we all need yeah it's true it's true um, so oh but, but they have a yeah. nice yeah they have a nice conversation about it uh it it, it is valid the i mean valid and valuable that liz is like hey, when somebody is my age, pregnancy doesn't necessarily work out and it's going to be hard. So we didn't want anyone getting too excited about this. And that's something that a lot of people that they don't, I don't see touched on in even like adult no, television. No, which definitely is the not. the fact that pregnancy is tough and you, sh- you usually don't let anyone in on it until you are pretty sure things have leveled off uh, as far as the baby goes. And if, and if I think we discussed this last season but if alicia silverstone is supposed to be the age of alicia silverstone Mm -hmm. uh which is my age Mm -hmm. she's just a few months younger than me uh she's 45 years old then yeah i mean this is a this is a thing where she might be like you know it's perfectly normal for a woman to get pregnant at this age but also like things are like they 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 tend to keep a closer eye on you in the old uh the old the old midwifery so uh, yeah, they have a very sweet little conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christy is excited, uh, regardless. But it seems like this is not necessarily a thing that's right around the corner. Like, it's not... I would imagine this could be the season finale, let's be honest. Like... <laughs> show up with a baby yeah the baby parade this is like how how we oh that's how the baby parade ends yeah <laughs> there's a baby at the end of the parade yeah <laughs> like santa at the end of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade. <laughs> yes exactly the same so yeah that's a but that wraps up neatly uh and then we cut we we cut to a club meeting uh stacy's late because she was getting her magazine she's just waiting for the by the mailbox i suppose so mm-hmm. yeah i would be i would be too so she yeah she shows everyone that she's a cover girl she apologizes to everybody this is when we get the nice moment between her and jesse mm-hmm. where jesse is like my bad and stacy's like yes you're bad everything's great we did leave out the sub there's another subplot oh the fishtail like braid which is that stacy does a fishtail braid on claudia at the beginning uh, yes and everyone else wants or maybe no it's on dawn it's on dawn on dawn yeah everyone else wants a fishtail braid especially mallory mallory who asked for one and then christy puts her ball cap on her <laughs> and is like shut your mouth <laughs> and then christy later gets caught doing one on herself which is very funny <laughs> that is funny uh she's trying to do one in bed following a youtube uh <laughs> tutorial which is quintessential young teen having a 10 year old who does the same thing where it's like i don't need any help i can just figure this out on youtube and she's trying to follow this one's it's it's perfect and it's then really when she good. gets a video call she's like i wasn't doing anything <laughs> uh, she's again, like blames karen for it which is really good. that's right <laughs> 
This is Sophie a, Grace, very good actor. No, this is a good episode for Sophie Grace to be able to like be a little like she's funny in it, and she when they do their impromptu fashion show at the end, she gets really into it, which I think is like yes, a good other uh, perspective on Christy that maybe she does want to dress up, but not all the time. <laughs> like I love it. Yeah, they uh they uh they do it. Yeah, so they do an impromptu fashion show for each other since they didn't get to model the pouches. Uh, why did they want to do the modeling anyway? To have fun with their friends. Mm-hmm and uh so yeah every episode of this show should end with them like modeling or dancing or doing something like uproarious as a group was state was was stacy intentionally hurting mallory at the end with the fishtail braid (laughs) it's claudia who's doing it claudia and and she's like stacy like it wouldn't hurt if stacy was doing it i don't think she's intentionally hurting mallory Claudia doesn't know how to do other people's hair, whereas she can do her own. Is this residual resentment from the last episode? Oh, there's also there's also a moment when uh, like uh, Malia Baker pops into frame as Marianne. It's like I need some more glam in my life, and her hair looks incredible. (laughs) We need to. She needs to be a little less uh, stunning to have a line like that. Like. And we get to see uh, we get to see Jesse doing some relevés on yeah, the bar. Yeah, yeah. And we get to see her do a high kick. The high kick is impressive. It, up up over her head. So things we know about Jesse's character so far: uh, ballet and ableist. <laughs> also, she is wearing uh, like a Nike leotard in one scene. Yeah, I was delighted. I was like, "Yep, so, that's the Jesse." But of all I know. the characters, we still haven't gotten much Jesse. And no. I know we have a Jesse Epp coming up, but I'm I'm just like she seems to have like. There's a lot of Mallory in these non-Mallory episodes. There really is. I mean, every episode is a Mallory episode. Let's be let's be real. Oh, okay. So the the next episode is a is a is a Jesse though. Is a Jesse? Yeah. Episode. The next episode is oh. Jesse and the Super Brat, which I would have said at the end, but uh, said it now. Jesse and the what? Super Brat. Oh, I thought you said in the. I thought you said Jesse in the secret rap. Ooh. And I was like, ooh, is there a secret rap? She does. There, was there, a is sec- a, there's... there is a book called Jesse and the Stolen Secrets, which could have been a secret rap. There is a secret rap in the Babysitter's Club movie. And I was like, maybe they do a <laughs> reference to that. Maybe they maybe they rap about the oh, I hate it so much. I thought of it the other day and just got really upset all over again. The fact that, okay, I really wish. So you know how in like Halloween Kills, there's like all these references to Halloween 3. I don't know if you know. I this, haven't watched but... it yet, but I did hear that that was the case. Yeah. And I'm happy. There's like just visual gags. So mm-hmm. you were like, I get it. I, I know that we were celebrating this show for not doing that. But I do wish there were a few like little like tiny like hints like that they're aware that there was a d- terrible rap sequence <laughs> or a terrible dance sequence in the HBO series. <laughs> I like the dance sequence so much more than the rap, even though the dance sequence is less about as long as the rap. I was just, I was going through the GIFs I'd made uh, on <laughs> GIF.com uh, a few weeks back, and I came across all of the Babysitter's Club dance GIFs, which I made a lot. And uh, they were, they I I could feel like my face redden as I just watched those like 10 oh, second it's, clips. It's a, it's a lot to take in. It's a lot to take in. This episode was a lot to take in, but I liked it. I like this episode a lot uh, for all of its like, yeah. I think each successive Um. episode of the season so far has gotten better. Uh, I I like (laughs) this. The show has figured out who their MVPs are. (laughs) 
and is like really pushing them to the forefront. Like we're seeing a lot of Christy, which is, I mean, good. Still the main character, really. And then, uh, and Mallory is becoming the entirety of the bench strength of the show. Now, one of your favorite episodes in the last season was Christy's Big Day. Loved Christy's Big Day. This is a very good episode. Mm-hmm. They have the same director. Mm. This is only her second episode to direct after Christy's Big Day, and it is. Kimmy Gatewood, who played the teacher oh, from that's Glow. Oh, so fun. I love uh, it. She's done, she's done quite a bit of directing, actually. She has mm-hmm. quite a few things under her belt, TV-wise. Um, she's also uh, done quite a bit of acting and quite a bit of writing. So she's, you know, she's, a, she's a comedian and a comedy writer and a sketch, com- a spe- a sketch comedian. But uh, I think it's cool. She puts herself in the episode. She puts herself in a cat collar. She lets herself have a crush on a 13-year-old, <laughs> I guess. It's a little weird. This episode um, looks good. I mean, it's well-framed. And like, uh, she must love that venue, though. She's like, we got to just go back to we, where we begin. They're probably like, Kimmy, we're putting you in the in the ballroom again. <laughs> uh, it also probably doubles as like the glow wrestling ring. Like, I'm sure it's like it will Netflix be in studios. this. Uh, it will be in this season again. We almost certainly. Uh, but but you said it looks it looks good. Yeah, there are some really nice shots at the gala when Stacy's on stage. Stacy's at the end. That was lighting. what I was going to point out. Is like I, I think that's all very well done. Uh, yeah, you're getting a lot of good uh, acting from Shay Rudolph here too, just because like she's she's doing a breakdown in a non melodramatic way, and yeah. I'm very impressed by it. Like I I like her a lot in this episode. I've always liked her. I'm a big Stacy fan. Yeah. The older I get, the more I'm like, she has the right <laughs> idea about everything. So this is the first episode written by uh, Ryan O'Connell, mm. who is a writer for Awkward and a writer for the uh, new Will and Grace series and is a writer for Special. Uh, so Both Special and Awkward, that really checks out to me. Like so he's this. got his bona, his bona fides. Yes, and, yes, he does. Uh, and uh, I think he did a good job. I think that this... Gave a new dimension to Stacy and mm-hmm. uh, made her stand out a little bit more as a character rather than just being the pretty blonde one. Yeah. Uh, uh, and she's the only pretty blonde in this show. Let's point that she out. She really is. Yeah. There's no pretty blonde Dawn. No, no pretty blonde Dawn. We've got a, we instead have a full-blown socialist Dawn. Uh, one of, yeah. Love <laughs> when she talks about seizing the means of production in this episode. Really, just really endorse Dawn as a, as a concept in this series. Yeah, she, she, the Dawn in this season is a little more scattered than Dawn was in the last mm-hmm. season. Um, she's but far more socialist and uh, and far more uh, desiring to put socialist messaging on her diabetes. And her pouches. Pouch. Yeah, those are because, yeah. you know, they're always making pouches because all all diabetic children need pouches. No, she talks about how healthcare should be covering this kind of thing. It's like, yeah, probably, but move along. She's but she's she's pulling a she's pulling an AOC. She's going to a gala with a bunch of rich people and she's spreading <laughs> her socialist message. She so. sure is. <laughs> so see let's do it, Dawn. Do it. Be so much funnier if her, I mean it was too late in production. Couldn't write like tax the rich on her back <laughs> like it <could've>, just <laughs> make it back. like really really on the nose yeah um no i'm yeah. like yeah i liked this this is good this is uh all all your all's doing a great job minus i mean jesse not really having the space to do a great job but she does she's all right in her scenes we'll we'll mm-hmm. hopefully see much more of her in the next episode i hope it's a jesse episode. i mean we've had claudia episodes that were not claudia episodes so like that's it, true it so, could happen again crossed. but uh maybe we'll get ashley wyeth back uh 
Possibly. We don't know. And again, I'm not looking ahead. So. No, I keep wanting to see if she's in another episode, but I've uh, I've stopped myself so far. So there are people right now screaming at their phones being like, look ahead. We've already watched all the episodes. We have not. We don't do that. We don't do we that don't do around that. here. Nope. We treat this show like like it's uh, like it's saved by the bell and we're in junior high and just waiting for that next step next week. Uh, controversial opinion better than saved by the bell <laughs> than saved by the bell i don't know if it's better than the new saved by the bell because i haven't watched it it's weird that i haven't given uh i, I have so much to say about saved by the bell but i'm not going to go into that right now because save that for our bell cast <laughs> oh if only if only uh yeah so um got jesse and the super brat on tap for next mm-hmm. week yeah i exist on weekends again so the twitter will be back alive uh Hot dog it's a yeah good good news there it's a, it is a pizza toast pod as is our gmail uh mm-hmm. phil's on twitter at p gonzalez i said that very mush mouthed <laughs> p, p cory gonzalez. gonzalez and i'm at christy admiral not admiral christy which is what i almost said and please if you like the show uh leave us a review do that uh, not not just to boost our visibility but because we really like to know what people think about our show like i, do, I just i do like I'm to know curious. it warms my heart to know somebody is listening and enjoying yeah. yeah yeah so let us know yeah and uh should we say goodbye to our friends this is a very quick goodbye to our friends but yeah let's uh, we went short phil we went short yeah you know why why because we're masters of efficiency <laughs> just like this show okay yes uh goodbye friends goodbye (laughs) i did it i finally did it